Good afternoon, Packers fans. Aaron Negler here with your Packers Daily Chat. Coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. It's Monday. The Packers have announced one cut so far, and that is punter Pat O'Donnell. That's right. We salute him for his service. Got to expect the Packers thought best to get a uh, veteran out on the market early. Uh, probably that decision was made shortly after the preseason game, and they had no reason to hold out any longer. But I do not doubt for a moment that conversations around the rest of the roster are ongoing. Uh, we'll be covering everything here at Cheesehead TV throughout tomorrow. Uh, the 4 p.m. Eastern deadline will hit, and then we'll have a Packers Daily for you guys. As we'll be talking about all the selections that they make, who's on, who's off, who's probably headed to the practice squad, etc. Make sure you're here for that tomorrow afternoon. Um, also want to give a shout-out to uh, Malcolm over at Big Mac Breakdowns. Just put up a little bit ago, a couple, about a half hour before I went live here, uh, his preseason rookie review. As I said when I talked to him this offseason, hopefully checking in with Malcolm throughout this season about everything he's doing over there at Big Mac Breakdowns, just kind of keeping track of the rookies as they go along. Some guys ascending, some guys uh, plodding along, some guys got some question marks. Uh, Malcolm's always really, really good with his breakdowns. I highly recommend you uh, subscribe to his channel because it is excellent. Uh, speaking of excellent, want to give a shout out to our good friends over at Ticket King. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to watch the Green Bay Packers in 2023, you want to use Ticket King. Go to Cheesehead TV, either our website or our app. Go to our schedule and you'll find individualized links for each and every game, home or away, all throughout the regular season, hopefully into the postseason. Get your tickets at Ticket King. Don't use Ticketmaster, StubHub or SeatGeek. None of these national companies use a company based in Wisconsin since the early 90s. Hell, you'll find a link to Ticket King in the description of this video if you're on YouTube. Do it, people. Utilize Ticket King. You got to do it. You know you want to see the Packers play at least once this year. When and if you do decide to pull the trigger on some Packers tickets, use Ticket King. How's everybody in the comments section doing? So good to see everybody. Decisions, decisions today for Brian Gutekunst and company. I will say, uh, there's not a ton here that's going to surprise me. Um, I, did, I did see some people uh, say it was surprising to see O'Donnell cut. I didn't think that was surprising at all. I thought Waylon clearly had the better uh, camp and preseason. Um, do not doubt for a moment that O'Donnell will get a chance to catch on with someone uh, around the league. But uh, for the Packers, I thought this was a bit of a no-brainer. And I understand the questions about holding, his ability to hold. Seems fine in that regard. Yes, there were some ups and downs with the rookie kicker, but it's a rookie kicker. Um, I think the most important part is to find the guy best suited for the job of punter. And then can he hold? Yes. Okay. Now let's smooth out that operation with tons of reps and continuity throughout the season. Uh, I have a little doubt that uh, this is a group that will work and grow together. And hopefully um, by the time, uh, you know, we're in the thick of the season has got it down to a, a pretty kind of good clip when it comes to field goals and extra points. Um, but yeah, that, I thought Whalen had a hell of a summer and it would have been really difficult for the Packers to move on after what they saw. So decisions, more decisions coming, uh, probably, you know, d further down the depth chart more than actual battles, though. I think the safety position is the biggest question mark at this point as far as who's going to be not only kept, but who's going to be 
uh, allowed to stick around and maybe contribute on teams or rotationally from scrimmage. Uh, but that's the one position where anything could pretty much happen at this point, and I don't really think I'd be surprised. But we'll see. We'll see. A lot to go on. Uh, before I head into the comments, I do want to give listeners over at Spotify a shout out. If you're listening on Spotify, I really appreciate it. Uh, if you do listen to it on any kind of podcast platform uh, to Packers Daily, I, I greatly appreciate it. But over on Spotify, uh, I do a kind of a daily either question or poll. And yesterday the poll was, how many games do you think the Packers are going to win? And I was heartened by the responses here from Spotify. Uh, I think about a, about a 50, around 50 people responded. And the, the biggest vote getters uh, were nine and 10 wins on the season, which I think is right. Uh, we, you see here on the graphic, less than seven, only 6%, seven wins, 6%, eight wins, 14%, nine wins, 29%. And then the highest kind of uh, win total here is 10, 31% of the respondents saying the Packers will win 10 games. More than 10, it drops down to 14%. So not a lot of faith that these Packers are going to be better than 10 wins this season. But I will say, uh, I greatly appreciate everyone interacting over there on Spotify. Uh, and 10 feels about right. I got to say, I'm not surprised. Uh, 10 feels, uh, as far as the talent level, what we've seen, and I think a lot of people are heartened by what they saw on offense this preseason and the possibilities there. No one expects them to be a finished product, especially out of the gate. But uh, this is a team that definitely has the talent to win 9-10 games. So uh, thanks for listening on Spotify. And thanks for everybody here chiming in already. we got a bunch of super chats i got to get to right off the bat. Jacob, thank you, buddy. Just got off a roof. Hopped in the truck to see if you are live. Outstanding. <laughs> Practice squad, the right guard was not ready for Kenny. Oh, P.S. The the Seattle right guard was not ready for Kenny. Can't wait. I love. I I was so happy that Ben Fennel highlighted that on Twitter because I remember thinking I I literally tweeted out right before that play. Why is Kenny playing? And then he had that play, and then like he had you know he obviously finished that drive, but then he came out for a second drive against Seattle, and then I tweeted, Why is Kenny still in there? I thought for sure after that first play they would pull him and be like, Yep, he's ready. Maybe it's a case of wanting to make sure that they're and Kenny hadn't played in the preseason and blah, blah, blah. I get it. But man, Kenny's played a ton of football at this point. Why they felt the need to play him in that game, I'll never know. But hopefully that means that's exactly what he'll do week one against the Bears. Come blow them up at the line of scrimmage because God knows uh, that's what I need to see in my life. Abdul, thanks for the super chat. Hey, Aaron, what's the biggest thing you'll be watching tomorrow? The safety position. Definitely, as I said in the, in the intro there. Uh that to me is the really interesting part as far as guys who could potentially be a pretty major contributor, maybe not as a starter, but certainly rotationally and or on special teams to uh, being completely off the team. They're, they're, any number one of those guys could fall in that either one of those categories. So, yeah, to me, that's the biggest question mark, an area where I'll be kind of most interested in. Um, there are you know a number of others, obviously, how the wide receiver group shakes out, uh, what they do down the depth chart at offensive line, things of that nature. But yeah, the safety spot is the the number one thing. Mimsy, thanks for the super chat, buddy. Reason for optimism. Even loves underthrows by feet are better than 12s by yards. Watson has to catch anything that hits both of his hands. I know I, I saw a lot of people were breaking down the, the shot place somewhat to Watson. That was definitely underthrown. Uh, I know um, JT O'Sullivan put it up on his uh, on his Twitter account. Yeah, it's just a missed play on both sides. And it's funny because I saw so many people live tweeting that play 
saying, oh, Love's got to hit that. And But now today, more people are saying, oh, Watson's got to catch that. And look, it's yes to both of those. Yes, 100% you want a better throw from Jordan Love. And yes, 100% you want your wide receiver who's set to become a star to pull that in. I mean, it does hit him in both hands, and he should make that catch. There is zero doubt about it. But, you know, that's why it's preseason, why it's practice. That's why they grow. That's why they develop. Hopefully next time they get in that situation, both of them do a little bit better. But, yes, totally agree. Don Vito, thanks for the Super Chat, buddy. Maybe I'm wrong. Not a critique, just an observation. Packers offense and love have started fairly slow against the Pats and Seahawks. Uh, you're not wrong. There's no wrong there at all. Uh, I think that's been their MO throughout camp, not just in these preseason games. Um, you know, and hell, even against the Bengals, you put those last two, but even against the Bengals, they, you know, had a number of plays, got a first down, and then all of a sudden they were promptly going backwards. You know, I think that's a bit of the youth, no doubt about it. But I also think it's just an offense needing to, you know, play, play, play together more. And as they do, hopefully those openers get a little bit smoother, a little bit more productive. But no, you're not wrong at all. And it's definitely something they're going to have to battle against and hopefully improve upon as the year goes on. M, what's up? Thanks for being a Carry the G Club member. Always appreciate you, buddy. Hope to see you on happy hour this week. Couldn't be more excited after this preseason. We got plenty of talent on this offense. Always carrying the G. Go Pack Go. See, this is what I love. We got people literally around the world checking in, people. M, like I said, really hope to see you on happy hour, buddy. Riley Angel, haven't seen you in a while. How you doing, man? Thanks to the Super Chat. Trey Lance is the perfect example of why Packers are right to sit QBs for a few years. His injuries never let him get going. I think McCarthy is the perfect coach to get him back on track. I'm glad you said that about Mike, because I do you know, think in this national kind of Twitter ecosphere we live in, people like to take pot shots and, oh, what's Mike going to do, blah, blah, blah. But I do think Mike will help him develop. And I do think him sitting will will help in a big, big way. Um, that's not to say that the Packers sitting quarterbacks is just like the way to do it, but it has worked really well in Green Bay so far. I think it's going to continue to work well for Jordan Love. The experience he gained in those three years on the bench will only benefit him this year as a first-time starter, but that doesn't mean that's right for every single team in every single situation. Um, but yes, to your point, I think McCarthy and uh, is going to focus on trying to bring a young quarterback along it's not like it was back in the day when he had his quarterback school and was allowed to do a whole hell of a lot more in the offseason, but I do think that, that Mike could help his career big time. Abdul, thanks again, bud. We've talked about punter and kicker. Who will be the snapper? Was snapping an issue this camp? There were a few offline snaps at times, uh, but nothing major, nothing that you don't see in pretty much any camp at any point of the year. Um, and I think Orzek has got that, that job pretty much sewn, sewn up, but we'll see tomorrow. Menace, thanks for the super chat. Hey, Nags, who actually makes the final cuts? Obviously, Matt LaFleur and Goody have say, but who actually makes the call to cut or keep a player? Menace, that is 1,000% Brian Gutekunst's gig. Matt LaFleur has input, and the position coaches and scouts and the personnel people all give their input. Um, but what's funny is, like, the coaches, they will have some meetings and, like, get their, you know, their input will be sought and, and considered. But in the room, while they're just talking it out, like that is Goody and his personnel people. And Gutekunst is the one with the final say. Um, and I know a lot of people think, maybe not a lot of people, but a very vocal minority think that Mark Murphy's in there making decisions. And I can guarantee you that is not the case. Uh, the roster is 100% the purview of Brian Gutekunst. 
again, Matt will certainly be allowed to or or you know requested to give his input on certain players or position groups, what have you. But it is a thousand percent Goody's call. Underline that and italicize it and put it in red and put it in neon. Brian Gutekunst is the man when it comes to the roster. Ed, thanks for the super chat. Well, I, uh, well, I have continued to sacrifice a goat before punt return coverage. Neighbors are starting to complain. Ed, come on, you have little faith. I mean, I don't know. A goat couldn't hurt, though. I let the neighbors complain. Kevin, thanks for the super chat. Confirmed, I didn't make the 53-man roster. Kevin, I didn't want to break it to you, man. I got that news earlier today, and, you know, I thought, oh, he's such a good guy, and I don't want to, like, ruin his day, but yes, yes, you did not make the 53-man roster. But here's the, here's the upside, Kevin. Now all the other teams have a chance and a shot at you on waivers. So I hope to hear back from you tomorrow, and we'll see uh, what transpires in your NFL journey. Abdul, thanks for Super Chat. Did it seem like drops have been an issue this camp? No, no, no. There were drops. Yeah, sure. But there are drops literally every day of every NFL practice. Um, no, um, there were there were certainly ill-timed drops. Um, but for the most part, I thought guys did a really good job of bouncing back from those those moments. Um, but yeah, it wasn't like they were plagued by drops or anything like that. But I know you, Abdul. Always going for the negative. I see what's up, buddy. Carl, thanks for the super chat. Hi, Nags. I think both Favre and Rodgers were slow starters in their first few years. I feel like love starts will improve as the offense settles in. Carl, I very much agree. It's funny. People forget how slowly Brett started, not only as a younger player, but pretty much throughout much of his career. I'm not saying all of it, but for a lot of his time, especially as a younger player, man, the beginnings of those games, it always took him a series or two to kind of settle in. Uh, he always had it. He was always good for two or three overthrows there at the beginning of games because he was so juiced up and ready to go, and it was, the ball would just sail on him. And you know, oftentimes it was on third down, and that meant they had to go punt. But yeah, I, I I do think the patience of the Packers will pay off as far as yes, Jordan will undoubtedly be put hopefully in good situations by Matt Lafleur and the game plan. But yeah, the the offense just needs to play together, and hopefully the more repetition, the more times they do it, settling into not only each other, but what works playbook-wise and how to attack a defense week after week after week. That should, emphasize, should get better as the year goes on. Doug, what's up, man? Doug, I owe you an email. Thanks for the super chat. Made the joke and happy all about Clifford having negative 14 yards this year, which equals about 10 to 14 wins. It's possible. Let's go. Let's go, baby. 14 wins. Can you imagine? Eric, thanks for the super chat. Nags, just curious, but was Greedy Williams your draft crush back in 19? Surprised to see him get cut. Think Green Bay takes a look at him later on? Uh, to the last part, no. No, I don't think the Packers will take a look. That said, I remember liking Greedy when he was coming out. I don't remember if he was one of my official draft crushes that year. I don't think he made the video that, that season. He may have, though, if someone wants to go back and look. But um, I do remember liking him. And it's, you know, always interesting to see the guys that you think, oh, this guy's going to come in and take the league by storm. And here you are a few years later and he's out on the street. You know, yeah, that's that's life in the NFL. Definitely. Mimsy, thanks for the super chat, buddy. Are Bears fans ready for love to outplay fields? Mimsy, you trying to get me in trouble. 
I love it. I just love the bait the Packers fans try to leave me here to try and, you know, egg me on to say that Jordan Love is going to come out the gate looking like a competent starter. And the Bears are working on like what year four with their dude they took in the first round and who can't seem to throw a football. Yeah, I'm not going to fall for that. You can't goad me into it. You're not going to get me to say that the Packers clearly know what the they're doing when it comes to the quarterback position and the bears continue to wander in the wilderness blindfolded, not knowing what a quarterback even looks like. You can't get me to say it. Not, I'm not rising to the bait. It's a good, it was a good attempt though. Well done. Sandy. Thanks for the super chat. Can't wait for the Packers to kick the bears ass. Am I wrong to be concerned with Elvian's progress? My niece works with his mom. Oh my God. And I'm, I'm sorry. Now I got to say, heard from this guy who knows this kid who saw Ferris pass out at 31 flavors last night i guess it's pretty serious uh and i'm really pulling for him by the way the bears still suck all right sandy you got a lot you got your money's worth with that that super chat there um are you wrong to be concerned with lvn's progress is the kind of main point here you're not wrong no i can't do it i can't do it i was going to quote big lebowski but i'm not going to um you're not wrong you, whatever you feel is valid, right? If you if you're concerned, I get it. I'm telling you not to be. Don't be concerned. Uh, he doesn't look too dissimilar to Rashawn Gary, the way Rashawn looked his rookie year, his rookie camp and preseason. Um, that's not to you know, say he's on the Rashawn track. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying there's a long way to go. The kid's got all the upside in the world, all the athleticism. He is swimming a little bit, but I will say. He has improved every preseason game. He looked decent against Seattle. And I think I, I literally just talked to uh, Malcolm about this in our rookie breakdown video. If you if you haven't yet, make sure you check that out after we're done here. Um, sky's the limit for the kids still. It, it, just do not be concerned. As I always say, the only thing I worry about are my children. To be worried about a Green Bay Packers rookie, it's, it's, it's big. I'm going to say waste of time, but it's a... It's a little silly, you know, let, let the young man mature and develop and play most importantly, and we'll see where he's at at the end of the year. But yeah, no, there's, there's a lot of ball game left when it comes to Van Ness. No doubt about it. Oh, what else we got here, folks? Where else we got? Don't want to miss any super chats. I got them all. Do I got them all? Yeah. Cassandra says, let him play. Exactly. Thousand percent. Um, Van Ness meeting Fields in a rather violent way is what I'm waiting to see. I am down with this. That sounds like a lot of fun. Holy cow, Logan's out here with a major scorching hot take. Hot take, Jordan Love will throw for 5,280 yards, 46 touchdowns, 9 interceptions, and rush for 450 yards and 6 touchdowns. I have spoken. Logan, this reminds me of the greatest thread in the history of the shark pool over at Football Guys, which is a phenomenal fantasy football website and or brand that I highly recommend everyone check out. But back in the day, I'm talking over 10 years ago, there Tommy Maddox had a big year for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I don't remember how many yards he threw for. He threw for a lot of yards, and it was one big year. And everyone coming off that year was like, do you believe in him or do you not? And it was like a real kind of, it was a fun kind of war between commenters over at the Shark Pool. And somebody started a thread entitled why Tommy Maddox will throw for over 5,000 yards. And I think that thing went on for, it might still be there. It was legendary. 
for how like ridiculous it got uh, in the arguments, both pro and con. Uh, needless to say, yeah, no, that, that's not happening. Doug, thanks again, buddy. For the Bears fans out there, that was a joke about kneel downs and winning games. Even kneel downs equals negative one to negative two yards. <laughs> yes, they, they're not familiar with winning down there in Chicago. No doubt about it. Rick says, I love Tommy Maddox. <laughs> he had that one really good year, man. It was a lot of fun. No question about it. Uh, what's up, big talker? What's up, Fred? How you doing? Oh, man. Oh, someone making jokes about having to drop off your playbook. Man, you know, these guys are... They're, they're, they're seeing the end of a dream, some of them. I get it. We're all just joking around here on the internet. It's not that serious, but... Man, that's tough. That's tough. Oh, Chad. Oh, Chad's here to be a wet blanket, people. Chad, Chad has, Chad has put it out there into the universe. Hey, Aaron, we were all excited for this season, obviously, but I think we need to temper our expectations as a fan base. Love looked impressive, but it was just preseason. Okay, let me caveat this with, I totally agree. Okay, now with that out of the way, are you crazy? Jordan Love's about to throw for 5,000 yards. We were just talking about it. Come on, man. Super Bowl, 56 touchdowns. Let's go. Now, see, that way you can have both. You can be the one who says like, oh, you know, we should definitely temper expectations and then switch it up and be like, yeah, oh, he's going to throw for a billion yards. Like, it's fun. It's just fun. But you're right. No, you're right. I agree. I agree. It was just preseason. Here's the thing, though. You certainly saw his ability to operate the offense, make all the throws. And there's zero doubt that his team is rallying around him, which is everything you wanted to see this summer. Yes, there will be ups and downs. Yes, there will be frustrations. But man, this is a team that is playing together on both sides of the ball in a way we have not seen in Green Bay in a little bit. So, man, yeah, it's tough. It's tough not to be excited about this team. No question about it. Corey, thanks for the super chat. What's the sense of how Van Ness has looked so far throughout preseason slash camp? Assume he'll have bumps, but the physical talent seems to be there. Corey must have just joined. We were just talking about this. But yes, um, he will have bumps. I I do not doubt for a moment he will be involved rotationally right from the outset as far as trying to get after the quarterback. Um, but he has improved throughout the summer, and he's looked better in each kind of preseason action he's, he's been out there for. Uh, I do think the intensity ramps up in the regular season, and he better be ready. But I do think you're going to see him intermittently to start. And then hopefully as the year goes on, you'll see some of that upside, some of that athleticism, the stuff that got him drafted as high as he was, start to come to the fore once the game kind of slows down for him a little bit. And maybe he's not just working so hard mentally and just able to just go out there and react and play. So once that happens, baby, can't wait. Jeezy baby, thanks for the super chat. Packers trading for Jonathan Taylor, TJ Watt, and signing JJ Watt. Book that parlay on your sport bookie of your choice. Man, people be up in here with super chats of the craziest ish. That's amazing. Uh, oh, Cassandra. Cassandra up here talking sense. We know that there will be mistakes from love, but will those mistakes last drives or games? It's a good question. That's 100% uh, what I've been talking about all summer as far as the most important aspect of this season, bar anything else, is Jordan Love's development and does he learn from those mistakes that he will inevitably make as a first-time starter? To me, that's what this entire season is all about. 
because the Packers have to make that determination, most likely by the end of the year, whether they want to commit to him long term. We know they did the contract in lieu of the fifth year option. They've got definitely you know, a chance now to decide whether they want to commit long term. And that exactly what you're talking about is a big component. Does he make the same mistake repeatedly or is he learning from them? Is he continuing to get better? You know, those three years on the bench are fine, but you got to continue to grow now, especially as you're the leader and out there leading the offense down in, down out, week in, week out. That's the key component to the 2023 Packers. Zero question. Everything else is a pretty major distant second. Mimsy, thanks for the super chat. How did Tyler Herrick crack the Packers social password? Hey, shout out to the Green Bay Packers for joining us here in the 21st century on social media. I do know the backstory. I will not be sharing it here. Needless to say, Packers fans should be very excited about the prospects for the digital and social team uh, going forward. It's going to be a lot of fun. Don Vito, thanks for the super chat. Don't ruck the Ramstein versus Darude super chat. Don't duck. Oh, boy. Don Vito, did I duck one? No way. No way did I duck one. I got that. I got that one, too. What the hell? Don Vito, I don't see it, buddy. I got the Tyler Herrick one. Vex. Thanks for the super chat. My expectations are tempered, but I sure am excited for this team to not have the speed of a nursing home. I mean, if there's one thing the Packers have this year that they haven't in the past, it's speed. No question about it. Um, speed and just a dog mentality on defense when it comes to flying to the football. Holy cow. It pops off the screen as far as all 11 guys going hats to the ball like each and every play. That is something that has noticed. There's a noticeable uptick, and I am insanely excited about it. See, I don't see no Man, I'm sorry. I just don't see it. Bryson, thanks for the super chat. If love hits that 2020 QB class is crazy. You ain't lying, man. You are not lying. And, and also a pretty decent kind of view of how there's no one way to go about it. You know, can be pretty team specific. Uh, what else we got here, folks? What else we got? Put Barry in charge of Packers social media. Okay. Uh, and that's the last one because God knows that we won't get more absurd than that. All right, everybody, I gotta get going. I can't thank you enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Please do me a monster favor hit like on the video, subscribe to the channel, and then tell your friends and tell your family, Cheesehead TV. We are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great night. Go, Pack, go. <laughs>